Let me tell you why. I'm Avery Dovsik, the host of the Why You Suck at Golf podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Today, we have Miss Hallie Ledbetter. She's coming on. Her dad is one of the most famous PGA professionals, so that kind of impacted her golf game, how she got started. She went pro for a little bit and has a great career in golf media. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Pleased to welcome Hallie Ledbetter on the podcast today. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Avery. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So you just told me you're now on the East Coast. Um, when yes. did you get in? Last night, I go from I'm on the I'm here in uh, St. Augustine, Florida. I go from here to Tulsa to New York to Virginia, back to Florida, and then home to LA. <laughs> so it's gonna be a busy three weeks. <laughs> Is Tulsa for the PGA? It is. Yeah, I'm act- there. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm actually um, I'm, I'm doing like a like literally one day in Tulsa um, next week, but then I'll go back for the for the PGA championship. So I'm excited. Awesome. What are you going to be doing there? Um, I'm working for. Well, I, this is I actually not told anybody this. So this is this is breaking news here. Um, but I'm working for CBS. So I'm very oh, excited. awesome. Yeah, very, very excited. cool. Are you going to yeah. be commentating or broadcasting? When you um, have- I'm going to be doing the um, the On the Range show okay. and maybe some of the show that they do like uh, post post tournament. So um, I'm working next week for their preview show. And we're going to film a little segment for that. Uh, so that's why we got to go up there a little early. Yeah. He just did that for the Masters. Yes, Brian's awesome. I love him. He was my, um, he was the first person that ever had me on any kind of show, actually. Funny yeah, enough, I co-hosted, show. I co-hosted that with them for months. Oh, awesome. That's great. Yeah, no, definitely talking about, I love that. That, um, that's when I uh, had my first internship in New York City and I went on with them with Frank and Brian and it was great. <laughs> that's so funny. Okay, let's not spoil too much. Um, but because we'll get into all the career stuff, but okay, cool. I want to get into your golfing journey. Obviously, your dad, David Ledbetter, is you know one of the greatest PGA professionals of all time. So, did he play a very important role? I'm guessing he did, he did. But you know, it's funny, like Avery, when I was younger, I really didn't like golf, and I'm really <laughs> glad never- my yeah, my parents didn't force me into it. I mean. <laughs> My uh, my mom played on the LPGA, so my parents met. Uh, my mom went to go get lessons with my dad. <laughs> um, so that is how my parents met. And then, you know, golf was kind of always around. I have a younger brother and older brother. They are very, very good players. But I didn't really want anything to do with it until I was about 13, 14. So, um, yeah, I mean, definitely a huge reason um, why, you know, I got into the game. But I'm really glad that both my parents were just kind of like, we want you to be happy. If golf's for you, great. If it's not, also great. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. What age was all that going down? That was about when I was, yeah, like 13, 14. I remember I played my first 18 holes and I shot 136. And I was like, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> I got a long way to go. Um, but yeah, that's kind of around the time. Like I was really into horses when I was younger. I did um, like competitive horse riding Mm -hmm. so that's what I was all my energy was focused on and then ultimately I yeah I when I was about that age I was like huh you know everybody's around the dinner table talking about golf I feel kind of left out here maybe I should maybe I should get into it yeah where'd you grow up I grew up in Orlando Florida um 
and I lived there until I was about in, in 10th grade. And then I went to, and then I moved, my family moved to Sarasota, Florida. And um, I went to IMG, which is Sports Academy for high school. Mm-hmm. And then I went to University of Arkansas. And then I transferred back to Rollins College, which is in Orlando. So all roads lead back to Orlando, Florida for me. <laughs> yeah, I lived in Orlando in 2019 for the Golf Channel when I worked there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I loved it. I was yeah. not expecting that. Like, I, there was so much to do all the time. And I was like, I could definitely live here again. And then I discovered Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jupiter's a good time for sure. So that's really cool. You didn't really have any pressure, even with both your parents being super into it. That's kind of rare. Yeah. yeah, no, very much so. I always joke, like, I think I have, well, like, pretty good golf parents because I grew I, you know, grew up with a lot of other kids playing and they maybe wouldn't have been so lucky as me because I think that sometimes if parents have never touched a club before, they can sometimes fall into that crazy golf parent category mm-hmm. <laughs> because they okay. think that it's so easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily, I think both my parents having played, they're like, yeah, we get it. It's tough. <laughs> so they I've were never always very supportive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so right. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. So what was the turning point in your career where you were like, okay, I'm actually decent and I want to pursue this in college. You played in college, correct? I did. Yeah. Um, It was probably my, well, I think when I decided to go to IMG, I knew that, you know, I I had put in like a few like good years in high, in like middle school and and beginning of high school and I was getting better, but I knew that if I wanted to play in college and potentially beyond that, I needed to get a lot better pretty quickly. So Mm -hmm. that's when I went to IMG and that's when I started really sort of grinding and, you know, spending hours and hours and, and practicing a ton. And then I ended up going to University of Arkansas, which was when I decided probably my senior year of high school was when I was like, okay, if I want to turn, if I want the opportunity to to play professional golf, I need to go to a school that will, you know, help me get there. And Mm -hmm. Shauna Estes Taylor, the coach at Arkansas is, uh, and Mike are just incredible. And the facilities there are amazing. So when I went there and I saw that, I was like, oh, okay, like, this is a no-brainer for me. Like, I want to go here because I'm going to get a lot better. Correct me if I'm wrong, but is IMG a boarding school, too? Like, you live there, correct? It, it It's half and half. Like, my older brother went there, and he boarded because he's quite a bit older than me and my little brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we stayed in Orlando. And then when me and my little brother decided to go, my parents were like, okay, I guess we should just probably go, too. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I'd say it's about, I think it's like, 50 50 the amount of kids that live off campus and live on okay did you feel very comfortable when you were there because a bunch of like-minded golf people because I know in high school I was the odd one out (laughs) yeah 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 you know what I I I did but it was um you know IMG was such a like a, a really neat place to experience because not only was there golf there, but there's also tennis and basketball and soccer and baseball and like all these other different sports and kids from all around the country or around the world really came in to sort of work really hard at their games. But then there were kids that, you know, that were there because either that maybe they were on scholarship or maybe they were just 
you know, really, really good. And they weren't even trying to go to college. Like they mm-hmm. were just there to practice, to turn pro immediately after. And then there were kids like me that just wanted to get good enough to go to college, maybe turn pro. And then there were kids that honestly, we had no clue what they were doing there. Like their, <laughs> their parents just had a bunch of money and we're like, man, let's send our kids to boarding school and tell them to like pick a sport. So, but honestly, the IMG experience wouldn't have been what it was without those kids because they really added a lot of flair and character. Like, yeah, it was bizarre. Some of the kids that, you know, I've, some of them now are like stars on reality television shows. I was like, oh my God, I remember when I like hit balls next to you. (laughs) Yeah, it was a very, I could go on and on about IMG all day. It was, it was really fun. Yeah, I think one of my teammates went there, and she definitely spoke very highly of it. When did you make the turn of wanting to go into media? Um, That is a great question. I think when I was in college, um, so I ended up transferring from Arkansas to Rollins College. Like I said, all roads lead back to Orlando. <laughs> and, um, and I think when I was at Rollins, I started – um, like I always, when I was younger, like even before golf and horseback riding, I did a lot of like acting and dancing and that. And I, so I always had like this, like entertainment bug in me when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I always loved like putting on shows for my parents and stuff. And so when I went to Rollins, um, I decided that I, you know, wanted to start doing the college radio station, um, so, because when I was at Arkansas, I was a broadcast journalism major, but at Rollins, it's a uh, liberal arts school, so they don't really have anything like that. So, I was a communications major, and I started doing the radio, and I was like, wow, I really like this. I had a, I had a show with a good friend of mine who was on the baseball team, who's funnily enough now an actor and lives in Los <laughs> Angeles with me. Um, so, yeah, so we kind of did this radio show together. We had... Um, different uh different people from all the different sports teams on our on our show and we would you know we would go over and and beg the lunch ladies to turn the 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 radio channel to the school's radio station so we could like blast it into the cafeteria (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it was really it was a really good time and that was when kind of i kind of start uh started getting the bug so you graduated and then what happened where'd you work Yeah. So I ended up turning pro for like four months just Mm -hmm. because I was like, I got to give it a shot. And then ultimately kind of, I talked to my mom about it, who who played professionally for a really long time. And she was like, you know, listen, Hallie, I, I, I know you and I know like the, the, your personality and like, I, you know, we fully support you in giving this a go, but if this is not for you, like it's okay. So I gave it a go for probably about four to six seven months and ultimately decided it wasn't for me <laughs> but really glad I gave it a get you know a very small shot but it yeah. wasn't I didn't have to give it much of one to be like yeah yeah no um but anyways after that I so I had actually done an internship right after college because I had to do it to graduate and I did it with this company um called Excel Sports in New York and it was not Excel the sports management company it was E X C E L L E and it was a women's sports media company that I don't believe is around anymore which is sad but I learned a lot and they were really awesome journalists there so I wrote for them and ran their social um and so that's how I did right out of college and then um did the golf thing for a little bit and then I had 
um, met during that summer when I was interning in New York City. I had met Ashley Mayo, who at the time was at Golf Digest, and now she's at Golf Magazine. Mm-hmm. And she reached out to me and was like, hey, like, would, you know, we have the social media coordinator job at Golf Digest. Is that something you'd be interested in? And I was like, yeah. And I like <laughs> dropped everything and moved back to New York City. <laughs> wow. You moved to New York, correct? Yes, I moved to New York. And then I had that job for about eight months. And then um, I, the PGA Tour was, you know, I applied for a a producer job at the PGA Tour, got that. And Golf Digest was very supportive of me of of moving back to Florida. So I was like, wow, that's crazy moving back to Florida after eight months. But, you know, they were like, you got to do it. It's a next step. It's great. So I moved back to Florida and then eight months later, I got asked to come back to Golf Digest. So I moved to New York City, back to Florida, back to New York City, back to Florida, back to New York City like three times in a two year span. (laughs) So that was pretty insane. (laughs) Yeah, I love New York, but damn, it's cold. (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) I was so I thought I'd be in New York when I first got here. I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to live in New York like you know, post-college, you know, I can see it in the city. And now I'm like, not too cold. Can't golf. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> yes, it is very chilly. And that's something, yeah, I definitely, as a Florida girl for me too, it was like very much the whole like double wardrobe thing was not, I was like, oh, you know, like I have to, you need to have like two sets of clothes with all yeah. the long sleeves and boots and heavy jackets and all that stuff. And so now I'm back in California and I have all this warm weather stuff. Oh, sorry, warm like winter gear. And I'm like, this will be nice for my three days a year that I'm <laughs> in New York now. But um, but no, I, I loved it. And it, it was nice, you know, certain things like the seasons and the leaves yeah. changing is cool. But like I don't need snow unless it's like using it for like a skiing or something. Like <laughs> I'm in the same boat. Seems yeah. like your coats need to take a trip to Poshmark or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh I'm definitely sick of the cold ankles as well I cannot find pants that go to my ankles so oh yeah I'm in the same boat totally. definitely a little annoyed but it's okay we're we're almost to the point it's now sun is shining out but what is your current job title so my current job that's a great question so it has recently um changed so I am I still work at Golf Digest and I was a senior producer and host there but about three months ago, I became an independent contractor. So I still work for Golf Digest and do those same things about 60% of my time. And then the rest of the time I am doing um, what I'm here doing this week, some PG Tour Live stuff, um, working with a lot of um, brands on the social media strategy and, and helping out there um and doing a lot of just other just hosting and producing of, of other projects so it's been it's been great so I'm, I'm still like a host and producer and mostly for golf digest but able to sort of ex- expand and, and do some other things as well yeah the 1099 life does have its benefits I'll the tell you 1099 that. life <laughs> i am new to it but we're, we're figuring it out yeah the tax benefits spoiler alert not great but yeah (laughs) (laughs) the freedom is good so you transitioned into a face in the media very popular scene on different you know channels and whatnot was your dad nervous because of the men and it being a male dominant sport on what kind of feedback or you know uh that they were going to be unprofessional 
That's a great question. You know, I don't think he was ever, we've, we've actually never had that conversation. I mean, yeah, I've gone to him a few times and been like bawling and be like, that person said I'm ugly. And my dad's like, okay, <laughs> Callie, listen, if you're going to choose this, get this perfect. I mean, my dad's a very loving, caring guy, but he's also yeah. very matter of fact. Yeah. And he's like, he himself has had so much, you know, criticism over the years from people that are on TV or people that are just on Twitter. And, um, you know, I, I think it's, he's one of those guys that's very much like water off a duck's back. So mm -hmm. he has told me, you know, that if you're going to choose this profession, like this is something that you're going to have to deal with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can't control what other people think of, think of you. And if, if you have any kind of success, you're going to have people that, speak negatively of you that's just mm -hmm. the way it goes so you have to decide that you know you're either you, you, this is what you want to do and and you're going to just accept that and ignore those people or and you know it's funny my dad told me that and also there's a comedian heather mcmahon um who i absolutely love and is very much in the spotlight and i asked i kind of went to her in the same whiny way that i went to my dad it was like <laughs> people are calling and she's like hallie if you want this to be your career like you better stop like this yeah. is something that this is part of it and you just have to let it like water for ducks back like my dad said so yeah it's it sucks because I feel like obviously there are things that are said about women really I mean anyone but you know in golf because obviously it's a male dominated and especially you notice it if it's like your handles getting tagged yeah but um but it's unfortunate that there are things that are said about women that aren't you know, that nobody would ever say about a man or maybe they wouldn't, you know, initially look to critique someone's appearance if they're a male versus a woman. But I feel like those are kind of things like, yeah, you can, I feel like Amanda Balionis is, or, or excuse me, Amanda Renner, she's now married, Yeah, um, <laughs> you know, um, does a really great job of like clapping back at trolls, if you will, on Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, I'll see where I get to with that. Right now, I've, I've recently kind of just taking the stance of like just don't say anything because it's really not worth your time most, most of the time they're they're just looking for a reaction right like that so you're just giving them what they want so you might as well just go on with your day and just live your life <laughs> yeah I've definitely well I actually think I only experienced one time where it got me and it was like the one time I ever received any kind of like negativity I guess and it uh -huh. was from a PGA professional so oh, that's why right. it kind of hit a little harder I guess because yeah you know, you would think someone in the space wouldn't do that with a with a reputable name. Yeah. Um, but no, that definitely that one time was enough. I hiked up my pants and said, all right, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, and I think it's just like, you know, if if someone like a PJ professional is saying something, I mean, that's not positive. Like, I just think it's like my dad said, if you if you're doing good things and you're being successful, then there's some people that are going to be, you know, have something to say negatively about you. So you might as well just don't even waste your time with them. Yeah, I had made a video. I shared this, I think, on another episode, but I made a video with like, you know, the dude with the sign in New York. Oh, well, yeah. I did it with like golf sayings, like four oh, footers are not gimmies. And I did like a couple of things and a couple of different accounts reposted it. And this guy uh -huh. was looked up my college stats. Which, like I suck in college. Like, do you think I practice that hard to shoot low 80s? no my guy um <laughs> so that was definitely where it kind of hit or hurt you know but, but like who yeah it's like honestly how does this person have that much time that he can exactly. go and look up like if that's what he's doing with like 
he's trying to tear you down because you had like a fun, unique concept. And he's, you know, he's either like jealous he didn't think of it or he's just, you know, stuck in his own like little bubble where he just, you know, wants to be golf, golf to be boring and, you know, not fun. Yeah. But like, I mean, I feel bad for him that he, that's what he's doing with his spare time is looking up your college stats. So, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. So you recently became semi-public I guess it's not that recent anymore but with your relationship yeah um, <laughs> I guess it's been a quite a while now but how was the feedback did you get any rude dms or any different stuff you weren't expecting um I got you know honestly what I wasn't expecting so I, I feel like a lot of times girls on social media that are public about their relationships like granted I don't have like crazy crazy number of followers but I feel like sometimes people or you know women that that you know are using their social in a in a career focused way are worried about posting their boyfriends or their significant others because they think that their audience if it if they do have a primarily male audience um will not like it and will like Mm -hmm. they'll lose a bunch of followers um, so I was interested because every single time I post Billy, people love it, <laughs> So you know, and I think, I think it just goes, and I got, I'm mentioning Heather McMahon again, um, cause she's incredible, but I really like what she does with her husband. Like she makes him like part of the content in a way. Yeah. And granted, I would never do it, but I kind of like for better or for worse, like pretty open on social media. So I, I felt like if I didn't share Billy, granted, I, whenever, before I post anything like I've generally checked with him to see if he's okay with it and whatnot and luckily he is because I have you know some people are just like no I don't like social media I don't want to be on it which 100% you have to respect that um but like Heather she like does funny videos with her husband and he helps her film stuff and I just think that's really really great and so I think that if you're gonna be you know live kind of publicly on social it is kind of in you know you that's it, it can be like a source of 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 entertainment as well if your partner is down for it so i would say i was surprised i got a few dms or like responses like oh what a lucky guy or whatnot but generally like people have been pretty nice and supportive and have reacted uh positively to it which has been nice yeah i mean there's a difference too with you and i who work in media and journalism and i don't think we are considered you know influencers right yeah yeah. we're constantly Mm -hmm. trying to push the golf sex appeal I guess if you will yeah yeah um so I think there's also that to look at and your feedback uh what is one shoot this kind of just came to me but what is yeah. is there one shoot or anything that you found particularly funny or interesting that sticks out in your head Ooh, that's a good question um well I I do this this um celebrity inter- interview series that um has been really, really fun to do. And I've got to do, do them with like Macklemore and Andre Guadala and a bunch of really cool people. But I did one of those with Sebastian Maniscalco, mm-hmm. who is gotta be, I mean, he's a comedian, so he is one of the funniest people on the planet. But oh my <laughs> God, I was laughing so hard the entire time. So um, I'd say definitely him. And then also I did that with Cedric the Entertainer, who's also a hilarious guy. I just, I really enjoy golf, like playing golf with comedians. <laughs> yeah. I love their take on the game. Um, and, you know, just, I, I, I wish we could all just like, you know, they don't seem to take it too seriously as they shouldn't. Um, but, you know, like I asked Sebastian, I was like, why do you, why do you play golf? And I'm thinking like, he's going to tell me some like deep, you know, 
philosophical answer and he's like so i don't rot in a hotel room and i was like fair (laughs) i think comedians and scottish people are the best people to play golf with because scottish people have adjectives that i didn't even know existed on how to (laughs) describe shots and some choice words i literally crack up well we got to find some scottish comedians to play with then avery i feel like that'd be a great combo put out a search (laughs) (laughs) what are some of your goals in the future right now that's a great question. Goals in the future. Um, well, I'd really like to continue to grow, I guess, my, like, I guess now I'm like a small business owner, um, <laughs> you know, so. Get that continue- LLC. Yeah, the LLC life. Um, so yeah, continuing to grow that. Um, I'd love to be able to, um, like, just starting to now, but like, work with more brands, um, not so much in like the, like, you, like the influencer capacity, but more in the producer host capacity. Um, like I, there's a few that I've like pitched concepts to, um, you know, to, to create social content for them, whether that's with me in it or not. Um, and I'd also like to ex- continue to explore the, uh, the broadcasting space. I mean, I've, I've only done it, um, really, um, once or twice before, um, the, commentary but i do enjoy it um Mm -hmm. and i'd like to you know see where that leads me so that's that's the kind of where i'm focused right now awesome all good stuff all right last question yes why do you think people suck at golf that is a great well i think people suck at golf honestly because they just haven't put the time and effort in i mean the, the 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 question is like a lot of times people well, if they like find out that I play golf or work in golf, they're like, oh my gosh, I have to tell you I'm not very good. And I'm like, listen, nobody is good. Like everyone <laughs> sucks. I would be surprised if if you were like, listen, I'm pretty good. Cause I'd be like, really? Like how do I, most of the, like, if I, if you're good at golf and you're relatively young, then it means that you spent hours and hours of your life dedicated to this game and who has time for that unless you're trying to play in college or play professionally or do whatever Mm -hmm. you know most people that are that are good either you know they're in retirement because they're that's why you look at all these athletes now that are just spending all their time and energy playing golf because they're so bored and then they get pretty good but Mm -hmm. I think most people suck at golf is because they just don't have the 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 time to get good and that's totally okay I think that people need to embrace the suck and just realize that you're going to suck for a long ass time before you're any good. So just enjoy the process and you know, you'll get there when you get there, but it's going to take a while to be any kind of good at golf. Yes. It is good to embrace the suck. Embrace (laughs) it. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thanks Hallie so much for hopping on and I'm looking forward to seeing you at the PGA. I can't wait. I know we're going to have to, we'll have to meet up, get some lunch or dinner or something. Yeah, that'd be awesome. All right. Well, have a good day and thank you again. Thanks. Thanks for having me. She is so awesome. So happy I got to sit down and talk to her and learn a bit about her career. And hopefully I get to catch up with her soon again. If you enjoyed the episode, give us a good rating and follow me on social at Avery underscore Dovsek. That is A-V-E-R-E-E underscore D-O-V-S-E-K. Thanks for tuning in to another episode and we'll see you in the next one. Oh, 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 oh,